You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insight from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Here's your host, Jenna Dagenhart, and today's special guest, Ed Cofrancesco, CEO of International Assets Advisory. Hello and welcome to Meet the RIA. Joining us now is International Assets Advisory CEO, Ed Cofrancesco. Ed, tell us about your firm. You manage about $4 billion in assets? That's correct, Jenna. We have uh, one broker-dealer and three three RIAs that, cumulatively, we have a little bit over $4 billion in assets under management. Ed, tell us about your approach. How do you foster strong relationships with clients? So our approach, and I know this seems hackneyed or cliche, but it really is a holistic approach. First of all, we're sitting there not trying to sell the client anything. We're trying to sell the client on our trustworthiness, that we're here to be on the same side of the table as they are. You know, one of our main models in this firm, one of our thesis is we're not a Wall Street firm. We're a Main Street firm. About 60 years ago, Ronald Reagan said the scariest words in the English language, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. We believe the second scariest words in the English language are, I'm from Wall Street. I'm here to make you money. If you hear that, we think you should take your wallet, lock it up and run away. And the vast majority of RIA firms like us are not located in New York City. We're not Wall Street firms. They're firms just like us. We're a Main Street firm helping Main Street clients. Trying all around to, the country. All around the country, trying to succeed, trying to fund their children's education, fund their retirement, maybe their grandchildren's education, and to pass on as much wealth as they can in the best way that they we're not going to get you to your financial goals. We're going to help you get there. That's, a, that's another important distinction. I'm sure you're getting a lot of questions from clients about GameStop, wondering if they'll be able to capture some uh, astronomical returns there. As someone in the advisory space, what are your thoughts on the historic rise and now fall of GameStop? Well, first thing, you know, we believe no matter what the investment is, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I don't even know if you could call what happened with GameStop a sprint. It was the Indy 500, they had a drag race, maybe, you know, that, you know, they're doing zero to 60 in one second. They were doing quarter miles in four seconds. It's crazy. But a lot of people ask, is the game rigged? You know, we saw GameStop by these Redditors, as they call themselves, get pushed up and to dizzying heights in such a short period of time. And in the same token, we saw all of a sudden companies stop trading it, Robinhood most notably, but other companies stop their clients from trading it. When people ask if, if the game is rigged, this, this is something that we need to be aware of. Yeah, to a certain extent it is. Going back to your point, Ed, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So for most investors, uh, you know, these names in the in the media right now, GameStop, other stocks, it really doesn't impact them. No, that's the big thing. If, if you're taking a long-term view, listen, if you bought GameStop because you thought it was undervalued, and I knew a lot of people who did think it was undervalued at four, then as GameStop rode up, you should have gotten out. And they probably did. You probably got out at 10, 15, 20. They didn't expect it to pop to 500. And then when it came crashing back down to earth, which I don't know if 50 is crashing back down to earth, but it was four just several months ago, you know, you're not affected by it. You, you take a long-term view and you know that if you're buying undervalued companies, and you're spreading your risk and diversifying your portfolio, it really fulfills your needs of trying to, again, most good RIAs, they're trying to just get 
market or near market returns on the upside. And we're trying to get less than market returns on the downside. We do that, we keep our clients ahead of the market and keep them ahead of inflation. Why is playing the long game and diversifying so important? Again, you, you know, if people think that there's magic out there, that they can invest in stocks and bonds and make match it happen overnight, they're going to get burnt. The market, over the long run, the market produces phenomenal returns. We've known that, we've seen that. You know, whether it's the 10-year term, which is pretty long term, we've seen most 10-year stretches, the market has done wonderfully. There's a couple exceptions to that, but most 10-year terms, it's done wonderfully. But 20 and 30 year, it's done even better in terms of outperforming other asset classes. But if you look at market performance in any six months or one year or two year periods of time, it's so easy to get whipsawed and be on the wrong side of the market. And too often, that's what happens with retail clients. Retail clients buy into highs and sell into lows. You know, I think back to that famous line that was credited to Bernard Baruch, how did he get rich? He bought low and he sold too soon. That's the way you make money, you know? And again, you're not trying to get, you're not trying to turn $1,000 into $100,000 in a year. You're trying to take $1,000 and turn it into $5,000 over a couple of decades. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Visit AssetTV.com for more financial news and information, and be sure to check out our other episodes of the Meet the RIA podcast.